Happy Friday, December 2nd, LaSalle Catholic. I hope everyone's well and warm today. I will be joined shortly at the round table by Jeff Henderson. If you don't know Jeff, he has a long and storied history with LaSalle and uh, Catholic schools and the Archdiocese, and he has a lot of uh, amazing perspective and experience, and I'm super excited to bring him on to the show. So you're going to learn some stuff today from a great storyteller. Let's go. I am really excited to see how this show unfolds, bringing Jeff on. He is, like I said, a great storyteller, and he's just... He's been around the block a few times as far as Catholic education goes. He's been our superintendent. Um, he's been, I'm, I'm going to get the title wrong, but director of development for the Archdiocese. He was a principal here at LaSalle. Um, he's just done a lot of things and he's done a whole lot of good. Funny, smart, faithful, charismatic. Really excited to have that conversation with him in just a bit. Um, well, let's not get the cart ahead of the horse. Let's start with our prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Gracious God, you're so good. Thank you for the season of preparation where we uh, prepare our world, prepare our hearts for your coming. Help us to do that each day in different ways uh, as the way that you call each of us individually to love um, as our universal call. Help us to do that through this Advent season to find you present, um, to be your presence for other people as we wait expectantly and joyfully. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Without any further ado, welcome to the Roundtable. This is the podcast of the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle of the LaSalle Catholic Community. This is the podcast that exists primarily to provide for you the newsletter in the most easy to digest way possible to listen to it um, while hopefully you're sitting by a fire or drinking hot chocolate or something awesome like that on a cold Friday afternoon. Um, and also we exist secondarily to be more of a family, to get to know each other and grow as a community. So thanks for tuning in. I'm excited for this one, as you can already tell. Uh, let me give you your buzz and then we're going to have an awesome chat with Jeff. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. So yes, friends, here is your buzz. Because our guest and I get talking quite a bit, I am going to do a somewhat abbreviated version of the Chronicle here, um, but I'll try to do it justice since, like we said, it is the primary purpose that we're here. Um, between December 2nd and January 6th, there are a number of events that are listed in the calendar at the start of the Chronicle, so uh, you might want to check those out since it is a busy time of year. Uh, then in the e-backpack, we have an Our Lady of Guadalupe celebration, a human trafficking presentation, um, December lunch and breakfast menus, uh, a flyer about uh, the March for Life, uh, information about Eucharistic Adoration, and Scrip. Then in the uh, principally speaking video blurb, um, I, it's called a practically perfect musical because I had to give a shout out, of course, to the awesome work by uh, our Mr. Davidson and all the teachers and students and staff who helped put the musical together because it's so good. In fact, it's believe it or not, it's even stirring up some um, new families to reach out to school. Um, so it's giving us good publicity even, believe it or not, just a middle school musical, but man, they do a great job. So uh, that's such great energy for the school. So uh, thank God for those kids and the, and the staff and the work they did there. 
Um, then on December 8th, we're gonna have a Dollar Jeans Day and that is going to be for um, Toys for Tots. So each each month the student council picks a different cause. So the December 8th Jeans Day is for Toys for Tots. What a great cause. Then Grant Wood Hearing Testing is coming up. Uh, that's for LaSalle students uh, in K, first, second, and fifth grade on December 9th. Someone from Grant Wood will be here. Um, if you think your child might have hearing loss or an issue, by all means, let us know and we can have them tested as well. On the reverse side of that, if, if you do not want your child tested, you do not have to participate, or your child does not have to participate in that testing. So Nurse Sean can take any questions you have. She's at S. Ingram, I-N-G-H-R-A-M, at LaSalle Catholic CR. Then there's another uh, script letter. Uh, there is still time if you want to get stocking stuffers or gifts for friends or folks at the end of the year that you like to thank at this time of year. It's a great way to do it that saves you money on tuition, that raises money for the school, and gives you gift cards. So why in the world wouldn't you? In the middle school, we have the Save the Date for the Middle School Christmas concert, which is at 7 p.m. Then um, the elementary school also has their Save the Date. Um, so their event is on December 13th in the elementary. So on the 12th, middle school, uh, band and choir. And then on the 13th, all the students from kindergarten, uh, sorry, preschool through fourth grade. And that concert is at uh, six o'clock is when pre-K four, K and first go. That goes about 20 minutes. And there's a 10 minute intermission. And then starting at 6.30, you have second grade, third grade, and fourth grade. So all the families are welcome and shoot, so are guests. Uh, we will begin promptly at six o'clock. And if we get ahead of schedule, we will stay ahead of schedule. So just uh, do note that. The third grade service learning project that's coming up um, could use maybe some of your help. There's no money involved, but if you're looking for a way to get rid of blankets, or comforters that you don't use anymore, our third grade students wrote this note to you. It's from Ms. Cooling's class. Dear students and parents at LaSalle Elementary, we're working on a service learning project. Our third grade class decided to help an animal shelter that needs blankets and comforters for animal beds. If you have gently used blankets or comforters and you can send them with your child after Christmas break, we'll accept them through the end of January. We'll have a drop-off box in the hallways by the office at the LaSalle Elementary K4 building. The blankets and comforters should be washed, but please do not buy new ones. We only want donated old used ones. Thank you for helping us and we appreciate your donations. Thank you for your helping animals at the shelter get what they need from Ms. Cooling's third grade students. That's fantastic. Uh, make sure you send your kids with cold weather cold, uh, clothing, even if it obviously hasn't snowed much, it's really cold out. And so if the kids go outside for recess, they need gloves and hats and coat. Um, Parent Association wants to say thank you to everybody who came out and enjoyed our first ever trivia night and making it a huge success. We received some feedback to host another one in the spring. So be on the look, at, look out for a date for that. Then the PA also wants to know there's a meeting coming up Wednesday, December 14th. Anyone's welcome to come. But that is a shift because the meeting had been scheduled for the 13th. So it got bumped back a night so that everyone can go to their um, uh, go to their Christmas concerts. So that will be at 6.30 p.m. in the middle school commons or holy family room in the middle school. Then the annual Christmas project. Every year the PA collects money to go towards LaSalle bring a Christmas gift for our teachers, staff, and priests. A flyer went home with students uh, on Friday. Let it go home today or was it last Friday? Um, please consider donation to the Christmas project. If you didn't get it last Friday, it went home today. And I'm embarrassed that I don't know myself. Uh, but thank you for everyone uh, to everyone for participating in that. Then upcoming events from the PA would be a Lazy Lancer Night. I believe our upcoming one is going to be at Super Burrito, but we don't have our date yet. And then um, from Xavier uh, High School, our partner parishes and the community, um, the Xavier State Football Online Store is... Um, is available. The online store will remain open until the end of the day on December 4. So you've got just a couple more days to buy things there. No late orders will be accepted. 
Um, orders are available for pickup at Xavier High School on December 19. And there's a link in the newsletter to buy that stuff. Uh, then from Xavier High School, you're looking for two full-time hires for custodians. And I have told you about that a couple of times, so I'm not going to reread it a third time because you probably don't want me to. Then Christmas with Xavier, always such a good concert. You can join uh, Christmas with Xavier featuring the musical talents of Xavier High School's vocal music and band students. The concert will take place on Sunday. December 11 from 5 p.m. till 7 p.m. in Xavier's uh, Gymnasium. Admission is free. There is a free will offering of a non-perishable item to donate to the Metro Catholic Outreach Food Pantry. So a donation for MCO. Then, as I mentioned in the e-backpack, there's a flyer about the Immaculate Conceptions celebration of Our Lady of Guadalupe. That is Monday, December 12th from 5.45 p.m. until 9 p.m. And Ms. Dietert is the coordinator of the youth choir at St. Ludmilla. The choir is open to anyone grades 3 through 12 that would like to get involved at weekend masses and wants to sing. They sing once a month, and the next mass is December 17. There is a 2 p.m. rehearsal for that. Uh, they meet at 3.15 3 p.m. on December 24, uh, so they can carol prior to the mass, then sing at the 4.30 mass that day. You can contact Teresa at tdetert, D-E-T-E-R-T, at lasallecatholiccr.org. And then also mentioned from the e-backpack, Breaking the Chains, a conversation about human trafficking. That's coming up Monday, January 28, 6.30 p.m. in the St. Jude Community Center. If you have questions, you can contact Jennifer Schulte at jennifer.schulte, S-C-H-U-L-T-E, at dbqarch.org. Then there's a winter cheer camp coming up, which can make a great Christmas gift. That's for future saints in kindergarten through sixth grade, who would then get to join the Xavier Cheerleaders for a cheer clinic at Xavier High School, Monday, January 16, 9 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. That is a non-school day for Xavier Catholic School students. More information about that is also in the newsletter. So I hope I did that um, briefly, but with integrity. Uh, but now let me get to a great conversation with Jeff Henderson and eventually with a surprise guest that we brought in for him as well. Thanks for tuning in. The people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet. So that was your buzz, friends. Hopefully that gives you everything you need for this busy, busy time of year. But hopefully it's, um, in your case, busy with lots of good things. We're going to be busy in this conversation with lots of good things because I'm joined um, with um, by... Did I say that right? Jeff Henderson. Yes. I'm joined with Jeff Henderson, uh, who's held my position, who's been the principal at Xavier, who's been the superintendent for the Arch, who's been director of development, any number of things. So thanks for coming on here. Yeah, my pleasure. It should be fun. It, it, it always is. I'm looking um, forward to it. And I don't know why I didn't ever think to have you sooner. And I, I am now just kind of um, asking other people who aren't in the building. Um, so we have this, this segment is called People in Your Neighborhood. So do you remember that? Uh, I'm going to take it personal. You didn't invite me till now. Oh, good. That's okay. Good, good, no, good. Okay. One, one never can have enough enemies. Yeah. Um, do you know that little uh, jingle from Sesame Street back in the day? Oh, People boy. in your neighborhood? I really didn't get into much of okay. Sesame Street. Sorry. Well, if, my kids didn't either other than, well, I guess Barney's not Sesame Street. But anyway. No, no, no. That's way later. Oh, yeah. So if you um, if you happen to listen to the podcast later, if you want to hear how you sound on this, um, you can go back and listen to it and you'll hear that little jingle. Because for me, every I mean, every time I like paste it up in the editing tool we use when I hear it just brings back I do like yeah. the rainbow connection by the Muppets I don't know if that counts or not I mean does that put me in the road at least sure okay. sure um, my age. so some of our loyal listeners will know exactly who you are um, and because some are you know been around Xavier for a while in the schools and whatnot others won't um, like my, my family who listens <laughs> um, might not know who you are um, from Seattle or whatever um, but tell us a little bit about your family tell us about you know, kind of your work and why it would make sense maybe that you sure. know, I brought you on. That's going to be real clear by the time we're done, but. Yeah, and hopefully I'll be less than a half an hour. But anyway, no, uh, <laughs> I was born and raised in Manchester, uh, just north of here, about 40 miles. 
Um, I'm actually a convert. Uh, when I, I didn't got, know when that. I, yeah, yeah. When I From got Lutheran? Married, yeah, I was Lutheran. Okay. Yep. Which uh, the priest who walked me through RCIA said at the time, that just means you're going to know the Bible more than just about anybody else. <laughs> ELCA or uh, Missouri? Or L- L- ELC ELCA? or whatever it was called. Evangelical Lutheran Church of America? Yeah, we weren't not Missouri Synod. Right, right. Know, whatever the other group is. ELCA that's, is the so that's big one on Iowa. That was okay. the first Lutheran in Manchester for 23 years. Cool. Then we got I got married... Uh, to uh, Lisa Curley was your maiden name. She was from Ryan. We were, I went to high school together and dated in high school and college uh, and University of Dubuque. I know. I, I, I didn't know that either. Yeah, well, I'm learning stuff. Yeah, exactly. Take notes. There'll be a test later. Uh, anyway, my wife and I got married at St. Pat's in Ryan uh, in 1983. So we'll celebrate our 40th wedding anniversary um, next year, awesome. which is pretty amazing when I stop and think about it. I taught for 10 years in public schools in a little town in northwest Iowa called Titanka, which is near Algona, All right. which is about 40 miles west of Mason City. Okay. Um, what did you teach? High school? I did high school social studies. Okay. Did, did that, coached football. I was the drama director, speech coach, <laughs> seventh grade reading. You sure it wasn't a Catholic school? <laughs> I don't know. No, it was, it was like 20 kids in a class kind of a thing. Oh, man. Um, and then I, then my wife and I got married, and that was in 81. Uh, 83, uh, just after we got married, we moved to Norman, Oklahoma, so my wife could get her master's degree. I taught for two years in what was called a mid-high school, which is ninth and 10th graders. Uh, coached football, coached volleyball, because uh, girls' volleyball was in the spring down there. So I was able to do both, uh, and I did ninth grade football. Um, in fact, my little claim to fame is that Second year, we ended up having nine Division One football players on our team. It was, what? We were really good. Wow. We were really, really good. Like, five went to OU, one went to Oklahoma State, and one was actually the starting quarterback at Wisconsin back in the day. Holy cats. Um, he was actually from, his family was from Davenport, Iowa. It was pretty wild. We both moved on at the same time. Who was that? His name was Sean Wilson. He was a quarterback. Um, Roger Craig was from Davenport. Yeah, Roger but, Craig. Yeah, it would have been okay. in that same time frame. Yeah, more or less. that's why I was. Um, anyway, uh, then I came back here, taught for six years, got my master's degree. I was in Belle Plaine, just west of Cedar Rapids. Master's in ed or leadership? I got mas- yep, in educational leadership from okay. the University of Iowa. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. And, um, you know, then uh, the position at LaSalle came open. We were actually members of St. Jude at the time. We were living in Newhall, just west of here. And uh, the position came open. I applied, ended up getting the job. So LaSalle was your first admin gig? Yep, it was. I, I was, didn't, okay. I was the first lay um, principal of, of LaSalle High School. I'm learning all kinds of stuff. And then became uh, chief administrator two years later for both Regis and LaSalle, and uh, spent six years working with a great, an incredible group of board members, unbelievable group of board members and other lay leaders, great priests. And uh, we started looking at uh, the idea of consolidating Regis High School and LaSalle High School. It had been attempted in the late 80s and it kind of blew up uh, and didn't work. Um, so the first attempt was before you were? Before I was here. Okay. Yep, I was, yep, exactly. I came here, it, it officially stopped in the, my first fall, fall of 91 when I was here. And so um, for, you know, during that time we were trying to build up LaSalle. We did the football field, we did the baseball field repainted a lot of the inside, redid the landscape. We really tried to spruce the place up, yeah. make, it, make it nice. Um, then two years later, became chief administrator, and we began the effort again. And like I said earlier, a great group of people. We slowly started putting it together. We called it boiling the frog, you yeah, know, yeah. where we slowly turned up the heat so that you know it seemed a natural thing to do. It yeah. didn't seem like it was forced, because it wasn't. We listened 
I, I think, really well to people to try to figure out, okay, what do you want? You know, what, what should we do? And, you know, we kept asking the, the, the inevitable question, is it in our long-term best interest to have two Catholic <laughs> high schools? Um, this all sounds so familiar. Yeah, exactly. Is it, well, and, but We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're We're gonna gonna get that. To that. But is it, is it, was it in the long-term best interest? And, you know, 25 years later, I don't think anybody would go back saying we should have two Catholic high schools. Right. Um, it's hard when you Xavier, do it. Xavier's been a blessing, you know, yeah. and I was so happy to serve for six years as the first principal and then became superintendent for 10 years and then did some development work and some planning work and retired in July. Do me a quick favor. Who is superintendent before you? Uh, Monsignor Tom Toll. He's the vicar general right now. Were you the first lay superintendent as well? I was the first lay well? superintendent, yeah. Okay. And then yep. Kim was right behind you, Kim right? Was, Kim Herbson? Kim was behind me and okay. Kathy behind Kathy Kim. now. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and uh, as far as, you know, like I said, my wife Lisa, she's retired. Um, she does Pampered Chef on the side to kind of, uh, she, it's a gig she started. Is she an work. engineer? No, no, she she did all sorts of work at Alliant Energy. Yeah. Did lots of different positions. She was never an engineer. She worked with engineers. Okay. But she was never an engineer. Okay. She did lots of different positions with that. And then, um, uh, and then I've got two adult children who both live in Madison. They're both married. My uh, son, Josh, is uh, married to... Uh, uh, Dr. Jenny Yessa, who's an orthodontist in, in Madison, and then my uh, daughter, Laura, and her husband, Sam. In fact, those two and my son are a, a, run a political consulting firm in Madison. They do all sorts of work nationally. Wow. Um, and actually, as far as I can tell, he's very successfully. Um, they're certainly, they know people that I don't know that I wish I knew kind of a thing. So it's kind of fun to watch your kids be more successful. So I'm trying to do the timeline in my head. Were they in school in Norman, or is that back up here? No, this is back up here. Okay. Jo Josh was born uh, when I was teaching in Belle Plaine, and Laura was born when I was superintendent, or excuse me, principal here. So they go uh, through so. LaSalle or Xavier? Or? Yeah, they went through um, St. Jude. Then Josh was actually at St. Pat's Middle School. Okay. He was the last class there. Okay. And then uh, Laura went through here, LaSalle Middle School, and then they both are Xavier grads, Josh in 06 and, cool. and Laura in 2010. Cool. Good stuff. So yeah, that's more than you wanted, but that's what you got. No, that's I, I love learning stuff. Um, so with with all that, I'm curious, um, kind of bring the focus back to Catholic Ed a little bit because you've had such a history with it. Um, could you name your favorite thing about working within the sphere of Catholic education, be it teaching, coaching, admin, um, overseeing the whole deal, whatever? Well, the students. Okay, I mean, it's it's all about the kids. I mean. You got to get an education. If you're any good at all at education, you know it's about the kids. It's not about the parents. It's not about the school. It's not about the facility. It's not about anything but doing what's best for kids. Sometimes that's tough love. Yeah. Sometimes that's love. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's just listening. Sometimes it's, you know, talking them down. Sometimes <laughs> it's chewing them out. And you know, but you know, I mean, I'll put it this way. I think one of the best. And I try to, I always try to tell young teachers this because I think young teachers sometimes fall into the habit of wanting to be the friends of the kids. Yeah, right. Particularly in middle school and high school. Um, and, you know, I just tell them it's, it's not what they tell you now. It's, it's five years later. Yeah. You know, nothing's cooler for me than, because it, it still happens once in a while. I'll be sitting somewhere and all at once a, a, a beer or something will, you know, appear in front of you. And, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I didn't order that, you know, I'll know so-and-so over there says he's a former student of yours yeah, right. or whatever. And, you know, and you, and you look over and I would tell you this, most of the time it happens, it's, 
that's coming from students who are kind of on the fringes mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And I kind of prided myself in trying to reach out to those kids awesome. that, that struggle the most. And not so much academically struggle, but socially struggle, yeah. confidence struggle. They're, they're too smart, if you will, you know, mm. and they're bored. Street or, smarter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and you try to do the small things with them, you know. Um, and, and anyway, but it, I digress. But anyway, that's that to me is the thing that it's all about. I mean, yeah. No matter what we do in education, whether that's public or parochial, but I think particularly for us in the parochial world, um, you know, we've got to make decisions. we got to do things. We have to lead with what we think is in the best interest of the students. Yeah. Forget the rest of it, because if you do that, the rest of it falls into place. I mean, yep. when, when we were doing Xavier, and you know we were bringing what we were hoping the best of Regis and the best of LaSalle. Right. And I didn't go to the parents to say, what are the traditions you want to continue? I didn't go to the teachers and say, what are the traditions you want to continue? We asked the whole student body. Hmm. You know, we worked through the student councils. We worked directly through the students. Um, and, you know, ask them. You know, I remember one of the things we did at LaSalle and Regis, what are the top five traditions that are currently at the school that you want to make sure continue at Xavier? Do you remember some of those? Oh, wow. Um, it's, been, it's been 25 years. Well, oh, some of them, uh, for, well, one that, one that immediately comes to mind was a LaSalle tradition, so. was a, uh, the Thanksgiving meal. Okay. And, you know, it was a more of a sit down, more formal. You know, when we had 200 students here at LaSalle, it was a little easier to uh, kind of pull off everybody eating at once. When we went to Xavier, we had to hybrid it a little bit. Sure. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, that Thanksgiving meal that 25 years later is served, it's a big deal. <laughs> um, you know, the parents still bring in the desserts and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, that was one that, that we brought along. Um, there was a lot of... Um, uh, internal jockeying about when do you crown the homecoming king and queen. Really? You know, Thursday night was the Regis tradition. Friday night was the oh, uh, LaSalle tradition. <laughs> and, you know, we, we worked through, worked through, worked through and came up with the idea of we're going we're gonna to do it Thursday night, but we're going to reintroduce them on Friday. Okay. <laughs> so that was kind of the compromise a yeah. little bit, but we did it on Thursday night. And once again, I think it worked really well. And my argument was always, well, then the king and queen at least have one day to preside over something. <laughs> uh, you know, anyway, but it was stuff like that that we did and um, in listening carefully yeah. to what they thought they wanted yeah. and trying our best to deliver it. And like I said, um, we got, <laughs> we were so lucky the first year because, you know, first year homecoming, you king and queen are always selected <sighs> by the student body. Yeah. Oh, thank God, literally, thank God, the king was, happened to be a former Regis student and, and the, the queen, queen happened to be a LaSalle. LaSalle. Just pure luck. <laughs> Divine intervention. I don't know. No one had to go it in there and read that. It was such a relief. Yeah, no that, joke. And after that, I don't think, I'm sure there's some that keep track, but uh, I mean, the first year at all, it happened. And like I said, I don't think anybody would ever go back. I think what we've got going, what we have cooking here in town is pretty It's got a strong case. Um, If I can drill a little deeper from Catholic schools to LaSalle, do you have a favorite memory or a favorite, I don't know, situation or something about your years leading LaSalle, serving here? Um, Or just your favorite thing about it? I mean, you mentioned the kids, but... It's a... uh, I gotta be careful how I say this. I'm gonna, (laughs) so, because I don't know who's listening. So I'll put it this way. Um, Mostly just my when family. I got here, <laughs> when I got here, I was like I said, the first lay yeah. uh, administrator, 
And there were two BVM sisters who had been here since Moses was born, okay? And God <laughs> rest their souls, both of them. Um, and they weren't sure what to make of me. Um, the, one of them was the associate principal, uh, Sister John Thomas, and the science, and she was the legend, uh, Sister Charmaine. And um, I think I've read things about her on Facebook on the LaSalle High School. Oh, Facebook. I'm sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're they're particularly Sister Charmaine. Or, I mean, people have a love hate relationship with her because okay. um, she yeah. demanded only their best. Okay, and it didn't make any difference. She treated everybody the same, and it was you give a hundred percent. And there are people that will tell you without her they wouldn't be where they're at. Yeah, and there'll be people who. <laughs> will tell you I thought I was wanted to be a doctor till I took chemistry. Yeah, me. probably. I was like, no way. Okay. Anyway, so November one, day after Halloween, okay, All Saints Day, mm-hmm. I'm at home. They're going to seven a.m. mass over at St. Jude's, which is fine, and um, I'm getting ready at home. It's six o'clock or so, the phone rings. Remember, there's no cell phones then. Sure. Phone rings. It's Sister John Thomas. The kids have vandalized the school. You, we're going to church. You need to get uh, the custodians over here, and we need to get this taken care of before school starts. Oh, no, what happened? So I hurry up and get ready. I fly over here. Um, got here probably 6.20, 6.25. Run into um, Al Morse, the God rest his soul, who was the custodian at the time. I pull it up to the school. I don't see anything. So I thought, oh, no, it's inside. I get here and I fly in. My office was over in the main complex at the time where Monica Robinson's office is. Okay. And so I'm flying through the school. I run into him. We're going all over the place. We don't see anything. We go around all the way around the school. Nothing. And I get back to my office and they come in about, I don't know, 7.30, 7.35, whatever time it was. Yeah. Uh, after uh, Mass, and Mass is a little longer than daily Mass because it's All Saints Day. And, you know, isn't it horrible what the kids did? Thinking, what did they? I don't know. I, I, just, uh, we were all over the place. Was it horrible? Exactly. So, well, go. So she takes us through up to the student entrance, which is, I'm assuming, still a student entrance. Yeah. At the above the entryway, students had taken bottles and put them in perfect symmetrical order from shortest to tallest. Yeah, a few of them were like beer bottles and whiskey bottles or whatever, but it was also those little Gerber bottles of, you know, baby food. <laughs> I mean, they, they were in perfect order. There were probably 60 bottles, 70 bottles. I mean, it went the full width of that entrance. You guys all know how big it is, <laughs> how wide it is. I mean, it was pretty impressive. And so, you know, we grab a ladder and we take them down as some of the kids are coming in, whatever. So at the beginning of the day, we always did prayer and then I did announcements. I didn't say anything. And Sister John Thomas was pretty mad I didn't chew anybody out, but I don't know what, what I want to chew them out for, for taking the time to, yeah. Were some of them alcohol bottles? Yeah. Were they empty though? Yeah. I don't know who drank them. I wasn't worried about it. <laughs> so flash forward probably six, seven years later, I'm at the fish fry at St. Pat's. I sit down and, and um, just happen to sit down with about three or four alums who were back for their reunion or something, whatever they were back okay. for. They were back for. And we started reminiscing about stuff. And that, the bottle thing came up. <laughs> and I started laughing about it and saying, oh, that was just, that was hilarious. I mean, I told them the story I just said. And they thought it was hysterical. And they were so disappointed. <laughs> I never chewed anybody out. I said, well, I said, I thought it was great. 
You know how long, I, and I said, I can't imagine how long it took. Because you guys had to measure those bottles. A, I mean, they said they started collecting them in the summer. Oh my gosh. To try to find That's them. Awesome. They were so happy. You know, got to the point where they were trying to chase down like a seven inch bottle or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Anything. And, you know, so they're out trying to find them. And, you know, they go to, they said at one point towards the end, I don't remember which one it was, they actually went to, um, I think it was called Randall's. It's where CRST is over here now. Okay. It was a grocery store. I remember Bartles, maybe. I don't remember. And they actually, Went in with a tape measure to try to find a bottle. Find the perfect. They were short. They were short one bottle. That's awesome. You had to find something. But anyway, I mean, those are the stories, though. Yeah, that, that's I mean, great that stuff. Was kind of a favorite, kind of a thing. I thought it was kind of cool. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> that's not what I expected. I told you guys he was a storyteller. Um, so what would you? God, I mean, between you, you've known LaSalle's whole history, between from when you were here before that or to now would you do you think you'd be able to put a, a, a bumper sticker do you think you'd be able to put like a short label on what the LaSalle charism is or what's kind of unique character or culture mm -hmm. of LaSalle it's because you have a lot of history here and you've had different roles here um I think the the word the word that comes to mind is service hmm. um the during my time here, it seemed like whenever something was needed, we figured out a way to do it. Um, I don't mean financially. It was more like um, a family was in need. Um, somebody was struggling with tuition. Um, somebody was struggling with a personal situation or whatever. Mm. People, it seemed like people would come forward to want to help um, and not because they wanted, you know, notoriety or anything. It was just that they heard so-and-so was hurting. Um, I want to help. Um, you know, uh, you know, you talk, I, I sometimes say that when you're in Catholic education long enough or be Catholic long enough, there are times when there's a need and something falls into your lap. And it's, I always call those Holy Spirit moments. Yeah. And, you know, like the service part of it, I mean, I remember once there was a family, they had twin daughters, probably juniors at the time. Mom had just got laid off from someplace. This was right before Christmas, um, probably 91 or 92. And she was in and she was all worried about tuition. Mm. She was always faithful about paying tuition, but now she didn't know what she was gonna do. I told her, don't worry about it. We'll figure something out. Don't worry about it. This was in the morning. That afternoon, believe it or not, I get a phone call. I believe from it. From a gentleman who didn't didn't know anything about what was going on with his family. Just said, hey, you know, I'm getting a pretty substantial Christmas bonus this year. And I just think it would be kind of nice to use some of it to help out a family there. Do you have a family there that may be wow. struggling with tuition? I said, you've got to be kidding me. You know, in, in those days, it was, I don't know, tuition was probably a couple thousand dollars for the high school. Yeah. Um, but... He came in that day and wrote a check. Jeez. And it, he, you know, he says, I don't want anything. I don't want them to know who did it, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm going to call the mom right now. Do you want to be in the office when I make the call at least? To hear her reaction. He goes, nope, that's not the way it's supposed to go. I'm leaving. Thank you very much. You know, send me a nice letter, you know, whatever. If she wants to send a letter, yeah. have her send it to you. and I'll That's awesome. Out. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that occurred here. And I know it occurs elsewhere. But I mean, it just seemed like that's what 
people live to do. I mean, yeah. you know, yep. so it worked. It works well. I totally, I totally get the vibe here. You're talking about. Um, I, before, gosh, we've been chatting. Your stories are great. Um, I do want to play a game in a minute. Uh-oh. Uh, no, it'll be fun. It's, it's going to be really fun. Um, but before we do that, I want to ask you, because we said, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because uh, you were talking about the Xavier merger between Regis yeah. and LaSalle. Yeah. Um, I want to give you a second just to chat about um, kind of what you're seeing and, and what's your take or what you want to share with folks about the... Um, not think tank, what do we call ourselves? Task force. Um, yeah, so we're, and you're facilitating this group of people. Yeah. Um, and, and folks have asked me, is it really, is this really on the up and up? And I've said, if it's not, they've certainly fooled me. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got, I don't know what it is, 20 people, um, yeah. priests um, and lay. As a lay person, there's a couple administrators, three priests, so what's that, like 20 people? Yeah, and we've been meeting <laughs> monthly for mm-hmm. four months. Since August. Um, and discerning, is it in the best interest for parishes and schools in the Cedar Rapids metro area for us to remain independent, or should we have something that looks more like a system. Um, So with all that being said, yeah, this is essentially not your first rodeo. I mean, you've done something similar before. Obviously, pieces are similar and pieces are different, but um, whatever you want to share about that process, I think some of our listeners, I I mean, disproportionately very invested, you know, at LaSalle, if they're taking time to listen to the podcast, and um, they'd probably love to hear your take on it and, and, um, yeah, just what your experience has been with it. Well, what what we're, first of all, it is totally on the up and up. I mean, I don't, you know, we're looking at governance and leadership. We're not looking at, you know, closing schools or whatever. I mean, yep. that, that's, in fact, if anything, the challenge we've got is quite the opposite of that. It's not, it's more along the lines of if all this school choice legislation comes to pass and we have a very positive feeling to believe it's going to come to pass, you know, we, we have the possibilities of more parents wanting with the with the obstacle perhaps of finances being eliminated or even or reduced or possibly even eliminated you know we anticipate that there will be families who are going to want to enroll their children right. and so we're looking at the at the prospect of what's if, if that happens or if we have big um, structural needs or you know just something as simple as we now we have I think it's 82 people involved in school boards in Cedar Rapids in the Catholic schools right and not that that's a bad thing. But is it better if we have a smaller group that's kind of leading that charge to be yeah. more focused and and use the talents of these other people in other areas, subcommittees or parish level or whatever? To, and we're just trying to figure that out. It's it's not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. It is not, um, you know, or I, I should say this. I mean, I look at, and we just had a meeting uh, two nights ago, yep. and one of the comments that, that I keep making, and, and I think the group, realizes now is we're approaching this from a position of strength yeah every school is strong it's not like we're trying to save something it's not like one's on the cusp of closing or whatever um you know and we have some big structural needs and so you know who needs to be overseeing that if we're going to do a major uh fundraising effort a capital campaign if you will to do something isn't it better is it better i should put it that way is it better that we're all working on this thing together yeah. or is it better that we're doing it you know individually or whatever and and trying to coordinate and organize all that so what we're doing is studying it we're trying to figure out do we leave it alone do we do some kind of hybrid or do we go the full show yeah. where it's a pre-k through 12 system yeah. and um we've looked at the current governance structure we've looked at, a, at five other systems that are our catholic systems that are in place in the midwest 
to see what those look like. That's interesting. Um, yeah, we've done we've done a whole bunch of pros and cons on yep. systemization. Now we're beginning the pros and cons of the current uh, yep. governance structure and yep. trying to determine, you know, what's the best way to proceed in the next twenty years. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to look at it for next year, then it's sure. I mean, it's a little easier <laughs> answer. But if we're trying to figure it out 20 years down the road, yeah. you know, and trying to anticipate structural needs, anticipate academic needs, spiritual needs, while maintaining a strong Catholic identity, um, what's the best way to do that? Yep. That keeps everybody moving in the same direction. And yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's an incredible group of people. That's a great group. I've really enjoyed wow. getting to know the folks. And, and you'll notice, I mean, we have whatever, they're an hour and a half, now hour and 45 minute meetings, and then people linger for 15, 20 minutes exactly. and chat. It's, exactly. it's been really cool. It's, and, and they're chatting about what we just chatted about. Yeah. And um, man, it it's exciting stuff. We're going to try to have a report done in April of 23. Um, that report would go to um, parish councils and school boards in the metro area, Catholic school boards in the metro area, um, with some kind of recommendation from our group as to what to do. We, we are not empowered to say, this is what we're gonna do, you know, and the Archbishop blesses it and we're done. It, it needs to go to the, the, the leadership groups that are in place at the parishes and schools and they will then discuss a recommendation. So it's, I don't think it's, I, I know there's some people that are scared to death, but let me assure you, we are not empowered <laughs> to close schools. We are not empowered. Random to, ad hoc group yeah, of people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We're not, there's no, like, you know, we don't have, you know, we really don't have any secrets per se or anything like that. So um, we're, I think, doing the best we can. We're asking for your prayers of support and certainly, you know, monthly we issue uh, reports that are yep. in the parishes and the schools so you can see what we're doing. Yep, we, we and just those. ask. I mean, if you're curious, just ask. I get a few phone calls now and I just tell people this is what is yeah. going on. I, I'm, I'm taking that as a good sign that I, I think I hear more questions now than I did in August or mm -hmm. September. More people are asking me things about, like, when's the, when are you guys hoping to have a proposal for the boards? Yeah. Or um, just kind of what do the meetings look like in general? Or I don't know. I'm getting more questions now than I think I was two months ago, good. which I think, yeah, I think is a good sign. Good. And what I've heard, um, I'll share what I've heard from parents who, who are in that group um, is just to keep saying it's so interesting. Because as we're having these conversations, they're learning about other systems and they're learning about what we do and don't do and what things are great and hard and whatever about how Catholic schools works, Catholic school history in America, whatever. And they're just, it's so interesting yeah. to learn all this stuff, which for me is super gratifying because I think Catholic education is fascinating, but it's really cool when other people step in and go, yeah, this is neat yeah. stuff. Yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been fun. It's been <clears throat> it has it has been fun. It's been work. I'm glad I'm doing it while I'm retired. Did I mention <laughs> I'm retired anyway? Hey, um, speaking of being retired and having fun, um, how about a game? Now I'm nervous. But yes, go ahead. But I'm gonna go. I'm um, start calling you Ellen here. I mean, we're gonna play a game, right? Okay, great. I, I'm gonna bring on a. Gonna I'm gonna bring on a surprise guest. Okay. Here we go. Cause we get around. Talking about my generation. Please ain't do the 
All right, so we are back. I had to stop by eighth grade English to pick up Brielle Mesh. Thanks for coming. You've been on the show before, right, Brielle? Yes, I have. All right. Um, so Brielle is joining us because I learned earlier this week that, Jeff, you are Brielle's uncle. Yes. By marriage. I am. So um, I wanted to play, well, when I was at lunch, I said, hey, your Uncle Jeff's coming on the show. She's my favorite niece sitting next to me right now. Oh, my gosh. What an honor. I have like 40 of them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so if someone else was sitting there, I'd say they would yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, her face lit up when I when I said you were coming on uh, to school and that you were going to be on the so podcast. You want to be in English class? No, 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 no. I was actually I was. You told a lot more stories than I even anticipated. <laughs> I was <laughs> supposed to. Okay, I'm sorry. I was supposed to pull her from PE. I will shut up now. Which is super fun. Um, everybody loves PE. Um, but no, her face lit up when I said you're coming, and she's like, "Why is he coming?" I said, "He's going to be in the podcast. Do you want to come on?" And she's like, "Sure, why not?" Um, so anyway, thanks for coming on the show. Yes. Thanks for taking a curveball. So we're going to play a game called Generations. <clears throat> The way generations work, it's one of my favorites. I'm going to ask each of you three questions. The questions that I ask you, Jeff, Brielle's going to know the answers to all of them because they're all questions people her generation, Gen Z, will know. I'm going to ask her questions that old people like you and me will know. Uh, about the threw me eight. into the mix there when you said old. Yeah, yeah. I can be diplomatic. Yeah, that's a nice one. <laughs> um, so uh, questions I, about... I graduated from high school before you were born. Probably. No, anyway. I was born in 77. I'm 45. I graduated in 77. Okay, so your questions are about the 80s and 90s because you look younger than you are. <laughs> could be in real trouble. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe, but we're here for fun. Okay. Um, yeah, so here we go. Uh, who wants to go first? Okay. She does. All right, yeah, first question is for Brielle. Brielle, these might not be that easy. I think I made them hard, but here we go. Um, you, you like You like sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was the Chicago Bear running back from the 80s, nicknamed Sweetness, who won the Super Bowl, and I think it was 86? 85. Was it 85? It was 85. Okay. We are the Bears shuffling. Oh, God. Oh, the Super Shuffle Bowl shuffle was yeah. amazing. Cubs? Is that what you said? Your answer was Cubs? No, 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 no. <laughs> the Bears. No, no. The Bears. Chicago the Bears. Bears. Chicago Bears Super Bowl winner. Nicknamed Sweetness. One of the best running backs of all time. Number 34. Had a stash like like Magnum P.I. He was really good. I don't know. He was, he was also a dancer it's like football. you. Football. Football. Bears or football. He was one of the... He, was, <laughs> running back is the football He was one of the guys who made dancing cool for football players. Oh, okay. Um... Your cousin Josh played running back, but not as good, not quite as good as that guy was. Gosh, I don't even know. Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Sound familiar? No. No. Okay. Yeah. okay. Spencer would have known. Spencer would have known. Okay, Jeff. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's coming back at you now. I know. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're not going to. I had parents will be that, like, you know, they, I'm going to get ecstatic about this. Brielle bro. and the kids at, at her table were giving me some of these questions. These are pretty hard. Okay. Not going to lie. Any, no one from Gen Z listens, but anyone from Gen Z would know these. Who is the, uh, what is the popular Steve Lacey song just recently released that's really popular right now? I have zero <laughs> clue. That was close, actually. Really? You know how I it's I Wish I Know. I wish oh, I knew. I wish I knew. I know it's, it's called Bad Habits. Oh, Bad Habits. Bad Habits. That's a lyric in it. Bad Habits. Sorry. Yeah, Bad Habits. Sorry. So I could have said I wish I knew and got half credit. Sure. Mm. But we're moving on. Uh, no half points. You should have seen when we did, when we did the trivia night here a few weeks ago, and I had these questions. I'd be like, you know, who was the quarterback and what was the team, whatever, whatever. And, and I was like, no half points. Like, no half points. That was what got people mad. No half points. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Who was? This one's a little easier. Who was the U.S. president in the 1980s? With Vice President Bush and First Lady Nancy. Am I supposed to know this? Uh, I don't he know. was an actor. I think most Americans should know. He, was, he had a radio show in, in Davenport, Iowa. Vice President no, Des Moines, was Iowa. Obama? Des Moines? He was in WHO. Oh, okay. Who? Vice 
vice president was Obama? His vice president Bush. was Bush. Obama was never vice Bush. president. Oh. His vice president was Bush. No, he was a Republican. Vice president was Bush. Is it that one? Um, it is that one. Oh, it's that one. Here's my impression. Well, I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty good, wasn't it, Jeff? I no? I say I forgot, but anyway, okay. that would be another uh, Is it the Catholic one? He was not Catholic. He was not Catholic. We've only had two Catholic he presidents. He was a Quaker, I think. Really? Wasn't he? I could be wrong. I would have said he was like Presbyterian or something. He was born um, He was old. 1980s president. He's right up Did he have hair? Yeah. Biden, pretty, he was I think all president. presidents have had hair unless they wear a wig, and that was a way a long time ago. You can't be president without having hair anymore. Some belong to the wig party. Anyway. <sighs> like pretty much the whole 1980s was him. Wasn't it like 80 to 88? 81 to 88, yeah. Uh, Jefferson. Ooh. No. <laughs> Jeff just looks embarrassed uh, <laughs> right now. No, that's a long, long time ago. It was Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Zach, when we're done, we're going to walk down to a social studies. Scott Come Davidson's and room. And have a quick meeting. We are not talking about, okay, we are talking about presidents, but not like past no, we're presidents. We're talking a, about like now Congress. We're going to have to have a talk. Okay. Um, it doesn't bode well for him. And maybe it's embarrassing if you do know this next question. Uh -oh. um, who is the popular TikToker? You're not going to know this. Who reacts to other TikToks? He's he just became the most popular TikToker. Actually. Oh my gosh. No, I don't remember oh. his name. He I was just it. on Good Morning America, like two days ago. This guy. Oh, I don't remember. I'm, I'm doing a hand gesture. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the yeah. the hand gesture thing. But no, um, he's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him. Really? I don't think so. He just like sits there at a table and like he'll watch somebody else's well, no, I have, I have hack and then he'll show you a much easier Correct. way to do it. Yeah. A much easier way of doing it. Yeah. Yes. And, and then he does this like, what? Yes, I've definitely seen that for sure. His name is hard. I can, I. I feel like you could get the last name. I don't know about the first. I think he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Now that long ago, also, I mean, like in the summer. Okay. I got, but I can't think of his name. I got, I got nothing. His name is Hobby Lane. Yeah. See, I, that's I, really. I, I know. Been here all I day. know. I know. <laughs> yeah, those were hard. That's what I get for listening to the kids. You say listen to the kids. I. Well, no, absolutely. It's about them, not about us. <laughs> okay. As long as I beat her, that's fine. Oh, right you now get, we're tied. You got to get this one. Because oh, right now you guys are tied at zero. I made these harder than usual. <laughs> Who was the Pope through the 1980s? I think he started in 78 and was the Pope all the way through the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, this one you should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He worked with Ronald Reagan on different things. He did. He's a saint now. It was, so it was the one right before this one. That no, that was Benedict the 16th. This it was, was right before Benedict the 16th. It was right before Benedict the 16th. And right JP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's what, go. What's JP stand for? John Paul II. No, yeah. I was I was gonna make sure you got. It. I was gonna say he came right after Pope John Paul the <laughs> First. No, 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 no. That would have been a bit over I'm the top. I'm glad I didn't yeah, have to yeah, give you that, that one. Been, uh, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been tough. This this one's this one's gettable. If you almost uh -huh. got Hobby Lane, this one's gettable. Um, I almost. I just knew who he was. Yeah, but, but I didn't have the name. But no, you were no. in the ballpark somewhere. I don't know. Um, what is the new popular social media app? I'm sure Brielle has it. Although you didn't give me this question, Taylor gave it to me after she's like, "What were you guys talking about?" So she gave me this one. Oh, I know. What is the new social media app uh, that requires well invites you to take a picture once a day you get an alert on your phone and then you take a picture and it takes a picture of you and whatever's across from you I have no clue really your really? daughters have this app oh I know I have no idea I have them on it <laughs> I have no idea I got Brielle? nothing Brielle you just won it's called be real oh yeah. 
yeah, that would I, th I think the idea behind it, the creators were like, yeah, everyone takes pictures, you know, when they're all dressed up and everything's perfect and they're with their best friend, everything's going great. Yeah. But no one takes a picture of themselves when they're just studying. You know, or like exactly. clean, oh, sure. clean the bathroom. Well, so it's be real. Yeah. It's like then you get like your rubber gloves on. You're cleaning the bathroom floor. You're like, yeah. But no one, no one does that. Everyone's yeah, that like, quick! Be, I got two minutes to take a great picture. Yeah, exactly. Because you have two. Horrible. You have two minutes, right? And then it shows like how much you retake it too, and Oof. it shows who screenshots it. It shows like. Oh, I know, because I saw it, and I was like, oh, I want to screenshot that. They're like, no, you can't screenshot it. It tells everybody if you screenshot it. Mm -hmm. I so. Just, yeah. Wait, you have it. No, oh. my three teenagers do. And, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I know they. I am shocked how much my teenagers are on social media with LaSalle kids. Really? Yeah, they always tell me like, "Oh yeah, so and so friended me today," or "So and so we're on whatever together." Oh, whatever yeah. apps. it's a friendly place. It is. It is. And then last oh, night after the okay. musical, my kids, all three of my high schoolers, wanted to go watch the LaSalle musical, and then two of them stayed after. Well, they also had one went to go pray with a bunch of kids who pray because go kids, and two of them went, went, went and talked to all the kids who were in the musical. That's I was awesome. like, I know it is. Like, I like it. And, and it wasn't just my kids doing that. There's a there's a thing. Yeah, there the, is. It's it's really it's a good Xavier For Catholic sure. schools vibe. Anyway, this is wow. This is a sad score, but Brielle, you won one to zero. <laughs> I made these hard. That's my fault. That's yes, my bad. Did. Good game. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming out of English class yeah. for yeah, this. Of course. Um, and Anytime. thanks for coming on. Do you want to say anything to anybody else? My mom and my sisters who listen to this show. I don't know. There's we. I don't know. We get like 75 listens a week. It's not a lot of people. Well, it's gonna be 175 but, now because the family involved here is huge. Yeah, exactly. huge. That's yeah. what I was telling you. I mean, it's ridiculous. We're gonna get the. So what is the umbrella family? It's not Henderson. Well, it's curly. I've got curly. Four, I have four sisters, and like that's generated like three or four. Not four, five. I don't know. Nieces and nephew. On Lisa's side, where there are ten brothers and sisters, there's like. Seriously, there's probably 40 nieces and nephews. Oh, and yeah. Probably 25 great nieces and nephews now. Like Curly is the umbrella family. Curly though. is the umbrella. So, this is going to be the Curly Bump. It's a Curly yes. Yeah, it'll be a Curly Bump. Absolutely, yes. 100%. Not the Jeff a, Henderson Bump, but it'll the, be a Curly Bump. Awesome. And my mom, she'll, yeah, she'll get people to listen to this too once I tell her. <laughs> especially, especially at the end. Oh, yeah. It just happened. Fa fast forward, uh, Brielle. I'm not coming to family Christmas. Embarrassing her uncle. <laughs> I'm just not. Although she didn't know Ronald Reagan was. I, I, I'm going to be sick that day. She so guessed, I, she guessed Thomas day. Jefferson was a president in the 1980s. That's true. Uh, that? so, I'm so bad at president. I at least had source of, yeah, what do you think? Well, I'm also bad at, like, geography stuff and stuff like Scott that. Scott Davidson, if you're listening, yeah, we're going to have to have a talk. Oh, give, give, him, give him a break. He had the musical this week. Okay. Um, I don't think it's this week that she learned about Reagan, but anyway. Fair. Thomas Jefferson. Anything you want to say to anybody before we Bye sign everybody. off? Uh, no, this was great. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. You're doing a great job, Zach. Keep up the good work. Hey, thanks. God bless you weekend, everybody. We'll see you soon.